Well, good morning, Liberty Church. How's everybody? I am so excited and I am so blessed, uh, so thankful to be here. Thank you so much. I really am so blessed. The least qualified person to be up here, honestly. <laughs> God uses unqualified people all the time, though, doesn't he? And I'm just so thankful uh, for the opportunity. I mean, you all know Pastor Keith. If uh, you've been coming any amount of time, he's uh, God's used him to affect your life in a mighty way. Amen. And uh, none of us would be who we are without him. It's all, it's all about God, but God has used you in a mighty way, so thank you so much. Uh, this morning's word... That God gave me, it's titled Breakthrough. Uh, I'm excited. Does anyone need a breakthrough <laughs> in their life? I need a breakthrough. Uh, I was really praying for this word. I wanted it to line up with kind of the reset series. You know, we've been resetting, fasting, and praying. And uh, I believe God's really done some work in our lives through this fast. And really... Uh, he was, he was showing me that after we get reset, we get reset and, uh, you know, back to the basics with prayer and the word and fasting. When we do that, we're really priming ourselves for a breakthrough. Amen. And so this year, we, we, we kind of set, uh, set this first part of the year aside and, and give it to him through this, this fast uh, and resetting. And now uh, we're primed for breakthrough. Amen. 2018 is going to be a great year. Uh, he's doing some great, amazing things, some new things. And, uh, you know, breakthrough, though, we're going to kind of dive into this and maybe look at things, maybe as it might be a little different than what you think. You know, breakthrough sounds like a great thing. If I was to ask you, you know, uh, do you need a breakthrough in your life, you'd be excited and like, yeah, I need a breakthrough. But when you really look at it, there's really a lot of work that has to be done that we can only do to the Holy Spirit. And so the breakthrough really isn't the breakthrough itself. The breakthrough is really in the process. Amen. And so that's what we're going to kind of look at today. And so I'm excited. Uh, can we go ahead and get that first scripture? So the foundational scripture uh, is Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Uh, they are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. That sounds like he's saying, I have breakthrough for you, right? <laughs> he's saying, there's breakthrough for you. Uh, you know, and really... You know, I think that lines up with the reset, you know, but this, this promise is really only valid when we pray, he will listen. If you search for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And so I believe that as we've been resetting and fasting and praying these last 21 days, we've been doing this. And you've probably been experiencing some breakthrough, right? And so... Uh, like Pastor Keith was saying at the beginning, you know, so now at the end of this fast, we got some choices we got to make, right? You know, the, the good work that he's been doing, the breakthrough you've been experiencing, you know, so what are you going to do with that? Are we going to revert back or are we going to, uh, you know, take this and continue to move forward? And so uh, <clears throat> we have to trust him, you know, and when we do, there's breakthrough. Uh, we don't want to constantly be resetting, right? You know, we will have to reset, but we can't keep resetting and resetting. You know, if we want to experience breakthrough, we ought to keep moving forward. You know, it's like a, just like your handheld device, 
you know, you keep, you, when you reset it, 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 you know, aligns us back to our original setting, right? Your, your, your device goes back to its original setting, and it begins to work properly, right, or even better. You know, so we're at that place right now. Do you want to keep going forward, or are we going to? We're going to go back and keep resetting and keep resetting. You won't ever, we won't ever get anywhere if we keep doing that. And so uh, it's kind of like a Windows computer, right? <laughs> you just got to, you reset it, it doesn't work right. You got to reset it again, it doesn't work right. <laughs> Apple's the way to go. You reset it, it works right. <laughs> if we were part of the Hodges family, which I'm very proud to be, we're very Apple-friendly people. <laughs> it worked right, you reset it. That, that's be like Apple Christians. Amen. <laughs> Oh me. Okay, so um, you know, we all—I'd say we all want—we all want the, the benefits and the fruit from breakthrough, but we don't necessarily want to put in the effort it'll take. You know, seeing the process and seeing God's plan for our lives sometimes overwhelms us and leaves us feeling intimidated. Uh, the breakthrough isn't the breakthrough itself; it's in the process. And so, uh, can we go ahead and get that first point? In order to experience breakthrough, we'll have to break through ourselves. Okay, I think you all know this. We got some real smart people here in Liberty Church. But, it, amen. I might come over here to this side. I'm going to say amen. It's over here. <laughs> uh, you all know it's a, daily, it's a daily process, right? It's a daily battle. You know, the things that, that God wants you to do is always going to come up against the things your flesh doesn't want to do. You're going to have to break through yourself to experience the breakthrough and the promises that God has for you, like we've seen in Jeremiah. You're going to have to search him wholeheartedly. You're going to have to, he wants all of you. <laughs> he didn't save you just to get you saved. He wants all of you. Amen? Uh, so let's stop letting fears, doubts, insecurities control us. You know, stop giving in to sin, temptation. These things are holding us back from experiencing breakthrough. You know, uh, the same spirit that, that, that lives in Jesus that, that Jesus had on earth, that he gave to the world, lives in us. You know, if we really believe that, we can walk in the power of God. You know, but I understand, I get it, we're human. We, we, have, we have insecurities, don't we? We have doubts. We live in a social media-filled world where we, we like and love things. And we're so consumed with what people are going to think of us. Right? I deal with this. We all do. Just because I'm up here preaching doesn't mean that, I, that we're exempt from this, you know. Can we go ahead and get that next scripture? It's Mark 14, 38. So keep watch and pray so that you will not give in temptation for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Right, so I was talking about this. This is a, this is a, it's a daily battle from the spirit and the flesh. You know, the, 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 the things that God, the places God wants to take you, you're only going to be able to do it through him, by him. You know, this is Jesus speaking. He tells us that your body, the body's weak, but the spirit is willing and able. So we've got we to gotta keep this stirred up. That's what we've been doing, right, with this reset. We're stirring it up. We're stirring it up. We've got to keep it going to experience spread. We've got to keep stirring it up. Amen. I, thought, I was thinking of it like this. You know, there's really no sin greater than yourself. Well, let me take that back. If you're saved, there's no sin greater than yourself. I, we were just talking about the power of God living in us. You know, 
we get to choose. We always, there's always a choice. There's always a choice. And that's where the, the battle is, the flesh and the body. You know, we, we always get to choose. It might not always be easy, but there's always, there's always the right way to do it. There's always God's way to do it. Um, you know, we got to just stay constantly surrendered to the Holy Spirit to experience the breakthrough. It's constant surrender. Can we go ahead and get that next scripture? 1 Corinthians 10, 13. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. You know what that is? That's the trump card. <laughs> That's God saying, wata. And no more excuses. No more excuses. I mean, there's always a way out. You know, there's, there's always God's way. We just have to choose, and we have to choose right. You know, we all experience the same temptations, fears, failures, the unknown, the doubts, the worry. We invest a lot of time and energy in that stuff, don't we? So much wasted energy. If we would just surrender that to God and the Holy Spirit and allow his presence to, to envelop us, to work through us. You know, but also look at this scripture, you know, I, I can actually take comfort in this because I know I'm not alone because we're all experienced the same thing, right? So we can actually almost take comfort in that too. Like we're not alone in this. Jesus was, was tempted, right? Why do we think we're, we're exempt from being tempted? Amen? Um, I'm going to kind of set this, this, this next scripture up. It's the story of Saul. It's in 1 Samuel. Uh, I love the Old Testament stories. Y'all like the Old Testament? Some of it's kind of crazy, but I believe it all. Do you believe it all? The entire word of God. And y'all might recognize this. It might, I'm going to kind of put a little twist on it. Maybe you've never seen it this way. I believe the Holy Spirit's going to reveal something to us. And I think there's a lot we can learn from it and, and kind of dive into it a little deeper. Uh, so the, Israel, the nation, they're, they're, they're wanting a king. They're asking God for a king. And so God's using Samuel to, uh, to find him so that he can present him to the people. Okay, and so this is Saul, the same Saul, Saul and David, you know, chasing David. This is who we're talking about. So it's 1 Samuel 10, 19 through 23. But though I have rescued you from the misery and distress, you have rejected your God today and have said, no, we want a king. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by tribes and clans. So... Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel before the Lord, and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen by Lot. Then he brought each family of the tribe of Benjamin before the Lord, and the family of the Matrites was chosen. And finally, Saul, son of Kish, was chosen from among them, but when they looked for him, he had disappeared. So they asked the Lord, where is he? And the Lord replied, he is hiding among the baggage. I'm going to say that again. He is hiding among the baggage. So they found him and brought him out, and he stood head and shoulders above everyone else. Can I preach for a second? We have a lot of baggage, don't we? We're, we're all like Saul in a lot of ways. Here's a man who's called, anointed by God to be the king of Israel. And you know what? I'm thinking he was pretty scared, thinking he was pretty nervous. I'm thinking he was feeling a little overwhelmed with 
what God was calling him to do. And you know what? I do that. We all do that, don't we? We're praying about stuff. The things we're asking God to do, he starts doing it, starts aligning it up. And what do we want to do? Man, I'm going to back out. I'm going to hide in this baggage here. It's safe here. God, God sent me to the, today, this morning, to tell you, come out of your baggage. Get up. Come out. I, I have plans for you. The plans not to harm you or to prosper you, right? Plans for a future and a hope. God's saying, don't be scared. You know, and Saul, he, he said he stood head and shoulders above everyone, right? On the outside, we can kind of act like we got it together. We seem like we got it together. And on the inside, we're hiding. We all got baggage. It all might look a little different, but we all got it. Maybe can I share some of my baggage with you? Man, you, you ain't cut out. You ain't going to be able to do it. How are you going to do it? What if they don't like you? We all got it. God's saying, I have break for you, breakthrough for you. Get up. Come out of the baggage. Come out of hiding. I got a plan and a purpose for you. It's going to be amazing. You know, I was thinking, it's kind of like, anyone like to watch uh, horror movies? Me and Jessica will watch scary movies. But, you know, it's like the main character, you're always, they're doing something, you know, they shouldn't be doing. And you're like, ugh. Jessica's good at this. She's always like, what are you doing? You're so stupid. Don't run upstairs. They're stuck in a house with a killer, right? What do they do? They go upstairs. There's nowhere you can go now. And Jessica's like, that's the dumbest thing you could do. And they go upstairs. And then what they do? They go under their bed. Now you're stuck hiding in the baggage. And I feel like God's thinking the same way. He's watching us like that horror movie like, no, no, don't go there. Don't do that. Don't hide there. He's going to kill you. The enemy's going to kill you. Come up. Come out. I have a plan for you. There's breakthrough for you. Amen? Y'all are awesome. You already had it up there. God's calling us up and out so we can experience breakthrough. Amen. We as, we as Christians can't experience breakthrough when we're consumed with thinking about ourselves, our shortcomings, what other people think of us. When God moves you, he moves you. Uh, the Holy Spirit gave me this, this statement a while back, and it's just, uh, it's just been settled. It's in me. Faith without, the Bible says like this, faith without works is dead, right? So when God stirs us up and moves us to something, we move, right? We got to move. We can't be too scared. We got to do it. We got to stop telling God why you can't, why we can't. He's already said we can this is an awesome scripture. I get the next one, Isaiah 43. God says, forget all that. You know, God can forget stuff. He can cast your sin as far away from the east as from the west, in the in-between place. God says, forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Amen. That's a good word. That's God's word. 
I need something new in me. You know, God sees the total opposite of what we see. We see a dry wasteland, God sees a, a river. Right? Last week, Pastor Keith was, he said, the, the, with God, the impossible isn't possible. Uh, it just hasn't been done yet. Right? The impossible isn't possible with God. The impossible isn't possible. It just hasn't been done yet. You know, if I told you seven years ago when I got here in Arab, got off a, a Greyhound bus with nothing, entered into the Sunshine House, that I would, if you told me that I'd stay and graduate, get plugged in, stay, stay plugged into my church, live for God, uh, you know, uh, play worship, teach, help with the youth, help with the children, marry, meet the love of my life, the pastor's a daughter and marry her, uh, and that I would be teaching and preaching, and that I would be all this stuff, it, it's nothing. I have done nothing. God has done it. But if you had told me this, I would have said, that's impossible. But God, there's breakthrough. But God, so whatever, whatever you're scared of, whatever you're hiding in the baggage from, it's not impossible. It just ain't been done yet. Praise God. You know, we got to be moved by faith and not by sight. We can't, we, can't be, we can't be motivated by what we see. I believe God wants to start showing us what he sees. We see the, we see the, the dry wasteland, the wilderness. God sees the rivers. God sees the promises over your life. You know, um, he's calling us out of our comfort zone, guys. You can't grow in your comfort zone. There, it's not possible. You know, if you want to grow and experience breakthrough, you're going to have to put, some in, put in some work. <laughs> Amen? The biggest part of this, too, is knowing our identity in Christ. You know, when we know who we are in Christ, we know what, what is promised to us. We, we know uh, our inheritance. We go ahead and get that next scripture. Ephesians 3, 6. And so this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body and both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. So if you're saved, born again, we're rich. <laughs> He's the, the most high, right? The king, the most high, and we're his sons and daughters, so we're kind of like princes and princes. Brothers and sisters in Christ, royalty, hallelujah. The things promised to him are promised to us. Amen. Uh, I love an inheritance. That, that's the best inheritance we can get. Amen. So we got to, the next point, we got to remember who you are. Remember who we are in Christ. Yeah, we, we have a great inheritance, but you know what? We also have to share in his sufferings too, don't we? And so just because we're not feeling it that day doesn't give us an excuse to be like, God, I can't do what you called me to do. Because <laughs> we share in his, his sufferings too, right? All of our sufferings look different too. When we remember who we are and operate in the authority we've been given by God, we will walk by faith and experience victory. 
I want, I want some victory. We got a lot of defeated Christians living out in the world. You know? Do y'all want victory for this, this upcoming year? You know, at the end of the year, where are you going to be? You know, this could be the starting the start place, the platform for that, for your breakthrough. We enter this fast. It doesn't have to end, though. Your breakthrough is there. It's, it's in the process. And so the Holy Spirit gave me a real easy equation. We have any mathematicians in the house? Like math? I don't really like math. It's a one-step problem. You know, I don't have no parentheses or exponents or division or multiplication. It's just one step. Praise God. Let me go ahead and get it. Reset plus breakthrough equals victory. That's the formula, guys. That, that's the formula. We, we reset. We get back to the basics. Prayer, the word, fasting. We don't stop. We continue a lifestyle of reset. So we don't have to keep resetting, resetting, reset, not getting anywhere. When we do that, we will experience breakthrough. God will, we will experience breakthrough, and then we'll have victory in our lives. Victory at our workplace, victory with our family, victory wherever we go. It'll be settled. Amen? The last scripture, 1 John. For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. We have anybody that believes Jesus is the Son of God? I believe Jesus is the Son of God. So there it is. And we uh, achieve this victory through our faith. Through our faith in Jesus. I wouldn't be who I am, be doing the things I'm doing if it wasn't for Jesus. My, my life is filthy rags. You know, without Jesus, nothing matters. That's, that's it. And so can we go ahead and get the, uh, the lights dimmed down? I'm going to ask everyone just to bow their heads, close their eyes. I'm going to have two invitations. First invitation is just if you're, you're here, you're saved, you know, you know Jesus as, as your Lord and Savior. But God's been calling you to some things that are scaring you. And you want breakthrough in your life. And you're saying, I'm coming out of the baggage today. I'm kicking the baggage down. I'm standing up. I'm coming out. And I'm going to trust in the Lord. And if that's you, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. And you can do this thing today. Amen. Their hands going up. God, we just thank you. I'm going to ask you if you raise your hand to take that seed, that thing that God's speaking to you about and begin to just, to just do business. Just begin to do business with God in your own way. Pray about that thing so that when you walk out of here that the devil doesn't try to steal that, that seed and get that thing settled. The second invitation is if you're here today and you, you need the biggest breakthrough, the biggest reset of your life because you don't know what to do, you're lost, that's why you're here, that's why you came, because you want to surrender it all to God, because you don't have no other choice. And if that's you, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. Hallelujah.
going to go ahead and lead us in a prayer. And uh, I'll ask you all to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you for today. Another day not promised to us. God, we just, uh, by faith, surrender our lives to you. God, take control of it all. It's in your son, Jesus, who we believe came and died on the cross for me. Thank you, God. We love you. God, it's by your spirit that we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God is good, ain't he? Well, I thank you for coming. Have a great day in the Lord, and y'all are dismissed.